This bulletin, a man and woman have died after being struck by a freight train in Sydney's north. Australians hoping for interest cut, rate cut as inflation eases. And in sport, Lewis Hamilton to join Ferrari for the 2025 Formula One season. Two people have died after being struck by a freight train in Sydney's north this morning. Emergency services responded to to Berora train station around midnight today after receiving reports a man and woman had been hit. New South Wales police say a man in his 20s was assisting a woman in her 30s to get off the tracks when they were both struck. Paramedics attending to the pair, but they were pronounced dead at the scene. They have not been formally identified. The circumstances of the incident are still being investigated. The Education Minister says most Australians would like to see interest rates fall. When the central bank meets next week for its first monetary policy meeting of the year, Minister Jason Clare was responding to a question on 7th Sunrise on whether it was appropriate for the Labour Premiers of Queensland, Victoria and Western Australia to demand a rate cut ahead of the Reserve Bank of Australia, and announce, Australia announcing its decision on Tuesday the 6th of February. Well, I think all Aussies want to see interest rates go down. Ultimately, it's a matter for the RBA, though. Uh, and to get the RBA to cut interest rates, we've got to get inflation down. And that's happening. We've got good news about that this week. We've seen... Inflation cut by about half over the last 12 months. In, in monthly terms, inflation's dropped from 8.4 to 3.4 in 12 months. So that's good. You know, if you can get inflation down, then we'll see interest rates go down. Uh, we know there's a lot of Aussies that are doing it tough and would like to see their interest rates go down. Earlier this week, hopes that rates will soon fall were fund by Australian Bureau of Statistics data showing a new inflation eased to 4.1% in the December quarter, down from 5.4% in the September quarter. The Australian government has announced the imposition of targeted sanctions on five entities directly linked to the Myanmar military regime. Foreign Minister Penny Wong says this decision comes as a response to the regime's persistent repression of the people of Myanmar, escalating violence and the overall deterioration of the political, humanitarian and security situation in the country. The two banks facilitating the regime's activities, Myanmar Foreign Trade Bank and Myanmar Investment and Commercial Bank, will face targeted financial sanctions. Additionally, three entities responsible for supplying jet fuel to the Myanmar military, Asia Sun Group, Asia Sun Trading Company Limited and Cargo Link Petroleum Logistics Company Limited will also be subject to similar financial restrictions. Extropical cyclone Kirili is not going away anytime soon, with more heavy rains set to inundate Queensland's northwest. The system is even a very low chance of re-intensifying into a cyclone again in the Gulf of Carpentaria. Ex-Kirili is near Mount Isa and is set to drift towards Gulf Country days after first impacting the coast near Townsville. The Bureau of Meteorology says the system may move into the Gulf but traded it a less than 5% chance of forming into a cyclone again. 
is more likely to drift back south by this Friday and moves through western Queensland, bringing heavy rain. A severe weather warning is current for the northwestern Gulf Country with six hourly falls between 90 millimeters and 150 millimeters likely. The United Nations has rejected calls from Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to shut down the main aid provider to Palestinians in Gaza. Mr. Netanyahu told a group of ambassadors to the United Nations that Hamas has infiltrated the UN Agency for Palestinian Refugees, or UNRWA, following Israel's claims that 12 of their employees participated in Hamas's 7 October attacks. Those those allegations prompted several countries, including Australia, to freeze funding to the agency, which fired nine of the workers ahead of an investigation. UNRWA says the agency, which employs 13,000 workers in Gaza, should not be punished for the alleged actions of a dozen employees. Jan Egeland, former head of the UN Humanitarian Agency and current Secretary-General of the Norwegian Refugee Council, says defunding UNRWA would be catastrophic for Palestinians. Defunding UNRWA means a collapse of humanitarian work among Palestinian women and children in their hour of greatest need when they're under this relentless, indiscriminate bombardment and when there is so little capacity for humanitarian relief. Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers says the better-than-expected news on inflation is evidence the government's revised position on stage 3 tax cuts is correct. The latest data shows consumer prices rose just 0.6% in the final quarter of 2023, the smallest quarterly rise since the first quarter of 2021. The annual inflation rate is now 4.1% when it had been expected to be at 4.3%. In comparison, at the end of the third quarter of 2023, it was 5.4%. The lower inflation rate raises the chances of quicker interest rate cuts. Mr. Chalmers says the inflation figures show his government's policies are working for ordinary Australians and should be followed with regard to tax cuts as well. It is really clear now, really beyond doubt, that Labor's cost of living plan is helping, our responsible economic management is helping as well, and because of those things and because we understand the pressures that people are still under, the tax cut from 1 July uh, will be uh, another way uh, that we support the workers and families, the women and young people, the steel workers and early educators of this country. United States President Joe Biden says he has made a decision on how to respond to the drone attack in Jordan that killed three U.S. soldiers, but has refused to provide more details. An Iran-backed militia group has claimed responsibility for the attack at a U.S. military base. Mr. Biden has been weighing his options, and the expectation is that there will be retaliatory strikes, but the timing of the response has been unclear. Speaking to reporters as he left the White House on a campaign trip to Florida, he said he holds Iran responsible for supplying the weapons used in the attack. I do hold them responsible in the sense that they're supplying the weapons to the people who did it. I don't think we need a wider war in the Middle East. That's not what I'm looking for. 
The Australian Competition and Consumer Commission says there is significant work to be done to improve childcare costs and access. The ACCC's final report from the Childcare Inquiry, released earlier this week on Monday, January 29, found subsidies generally lowered out-of-pocket costs across income groups. But fees across all services have grown faster than inflation and wages since the childcare subsidy was introduced. ACCC Chair Gina Carr-Scottlieb says many Australians are struggling to afford the cost of childcare. We have seen that the most disadvantaged and vulnerable members of our community, including low-income families and First Nations families, are not able to access affordable childcare that meets their needs. A leading human rights organisation has said that under no circumstances should a Russian band critical of Russia's war in Ukraine be deported from Thailand to Russia. The Baitu rock band members were arrested on Thursday on the southern resort island of Phuket after playing a concert allegedly for not having the proper working papers. Under no circumstances uh, should this band be sent back to Russia. It's quite clear that the uh, government uh, of Russia uh, has uh, identified them as a uh, provocateur, as a group of people who are uh, anti-Kremlin, and we expect that they would uh, take severe action against them if they can get their hands on them. And that was the Asia Deputy Director of Human Rights Watch, Phil Robertson, when he was questioned why this particular band had to be arrested and deported to Russia. And in Formula One, seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton is reportedly planning to make a surprise switch to Ferrari for the 2025 Formula One season. Local media in the UK and Italy are reporting the Italian team wants the 39-year-old to partner their current driver, Charles Leclerc. They suggest Mercedes team staff were called to a meeting at their UK headquarters to be told Hamilton would leave at the end of the 2024 season and head to one of Formula One's most storied names. And that's all for our weekly news wrap for NITV News on this Friday, the 2nd of February. 